0: You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, let's go ahead and break down some of the biggest offensive names everyone must know going into week four, the Southwest Classic played at AT&T Stadium. If you love this and much, much more SEC talk, make sure you're listening to the Locked on SEC podcast with Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790. Gordy breaks down all 14 teams, including everything going on in college baseball, college basketball, and of course, the college football playoff rankings. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. As always, if you love this show, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12-man-related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. All right. So Texas A&M is playing Arkansas this week. Both teams are ranked for the first time since 2016 inside of the top 25. This is going to be a really interesting matchup. This game is always played close. The last five of six appearances that these two have met up with each other. Game has ended in a one possessional game. So they could either end in three points. It could end in either a touchdown. But what's interesting is this game has also gone to overtime on three separate occasions. So you never know what to really expect. And these were against very bad Arkansas teams. Now Arkansas is at least stable. I won't call them great, but they are good enough to be, I would say, a contender in the SEC let's just go with, um, man, I guess that's, that's tough. A uh, bowl record. I mean, I guess that they're good enough to be a bowl eligible team. They need three more wins and they can go. So, I mean, I guess that there's that, but who are some names offensively to watch for? Naturally, you got start off with a big guy. That's KJ Jefferson. I asked Leon O'Neill about what it means to play against this guy. And he compared him to Cam Newton. He said that a lot of his game mirrors what Cam does in open field what he's able to do, moving the ball downfield. And it's a very good, and I say fair comparison, because when you think about it, it really does go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to Cam, a dual threat guy, bigger than most people, coming in at 225, 230, being able to bulldoze, often a defensive lineman, stiff arm linebackers, and drive players into the ground. It's it's a lot. I mean, it very much is a lot to go with in the open field. But what makes Jefferson very dangerous, and it hasn't been shown that much just yet, he's got a cannon. I mean, the dude can sling it. If you go back and you watch the Georgia Southern game, Warren Thompson, the former Florida State wide receiver, hauls in a terrific grab. I mean, an absolute terrific grab. But the throw is more impressive. Guy basically makes the throw off one foot, 60 yards down the field, hits his receiver in stride, basically putting the game away. And he can work across the middle of the field. He can work on short routes. He does a very good job playing inside out. He does a very nice, you know, he has a very nice rapport with Traylon Burks, who's another guy that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Got that home run speed. Everything you've seen from Arkansas, they're very good at passing the ball. They're just really, really, really good at running the ball. But KJ Jefferson can win both as a passer and as a runner. That makes him very dangerous against Texas A&M. Because even though the Aggies are very good in the secondary, they have struggled against the run. Which brings me to my next point. Other players to watch for. You gotta go mention every single one of these running backs. You do. Because if you can't just pick one when all three are so far having very successful campaigns to begin 2021. Think about it. They don't have a running back with over... 300 yards so far this season. But they have five players with over 100 rushing yards right now. You have Traylon Smith, who's the leader, has three touchdowns, averaging 5.1 yards per play. And he has the most carries at 42 attempts. But he has 216 yards. KJ Jefferson is right behind him at 180 on nearly half as many carries. He's averaging 2.5 yards more, and he has a pair of rushing touchdowns. But Raheem Sanders also is seeing a bunch of carries. He has 25 carries. He's averaging a nice 5.5 yards. He has a rushing touchdown. And then Dominique Jefferson Johnson has been a very good red zone running back. A very good red zone running back. You look, he has only 132 yards, but he has three touchdowns, all coming with inside the 10-yard marker. So they can win... In a whole bunch of ways. Oh, and by the way, let's throw A.J. Green into the conversation. He has 7.4 yards per carry. And on top of that, he has three runs of over 20 plus yards and a touchdown. All five running backs can not only move the ball consistently, but they also are averaging basically half a first down every single play. And then you throw in Jefferson, who's a dual threat quarterback. This has been an area where AM has struggled. Four running backs are averaging over five yards per run and each has found the end zone. On top of that, each one has at least one run of 20 plus yards or more in the open field, which means not only are they good at the line of scrimmage to where they can you know use their power and strength to get past the defensive line, they also have agility. They also can move in space, and they also, when they have the open field, good luck stopping them. I mean, honestly, that's just the way to look at it. You can win with Traylon Smith, you can win with Raheem Sanders, Dominique Johnson, A.J. Green, and if all else fails, go ahead and run it with K.J. Jefferson. It's why they are one of the best rushing attacks in the SEC. Last season, the rushing attack was decent, but it wasn't anything to write home about. I mean, Traylon Smith had a good 710 yards and they finished with over 1,500 rushing yards. Right now, they're on pace to have over 3,000 rushing yards with the way that they've been playing. 847 through 3 games of action including a 333 yard game against Texas who was ranked by the way at the time. Ultimately, I don't want to pick just one running back. I don't have to pick just one running back because of every single one of these guys can win. Someone with speed, someone with size, some are good in the red zone, some are good as receiving backs. Again, they can win in a multitude of ways. That is scary if you're Texas A&M's defense trying to figure out how to stop this team. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the number one source for all things college football and NFL action every single day. With new updated site, new interface, you can get better odds, props, contests, all found at the number one source for everything's football, from football to basketball to boxing to UFC to even college sports that haven't happened just yet. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get involved inside the action. Head on over to BetOnline.ag and you can receive a 100% welcome bonus that's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag Your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Let's go ahead and start focusing in on other names that Texas A&M should be watching for. It starts off with me number... I think he is number two? Uh, what, what number is he? Uh, number 18. Traylon Barber. Horses of Playing some Guy right now is averaging... yards of 13 catches, one touchdown, but man, that one touchdown was impressive. You got to admit, like even if you are not a fan of the Hogs, you got to admit that that one touchdown was impressive. 91 yards, basically going untouched all the way to the end zone against the Eagles. Very good play. Exactly what you want to see. Guy makes a lot of defenders miss in the open field. Has that good home run vertical threat speed, but also is a good possessional receiver. Comes in, I think, at six foot four, 230 pounds, six foot three, 230 pounds. Can win with physicalness, can win with his body, can win in contested catches. He's a guy who maybe isn't gonna be your jump ball guy, but he definitely is gonna make an immediate impact in so many ways. You also have another big receiver who honestly is probably the fastest of the bunch. He is. And you haven't seen much of him, but what you have seen has been impressive in a multitude of ways Warren Thompson. This was a guy who I believe played two two years at FSU, uh, never got more than 100 yards on the season. He's almost met his career average in plays in just two games with Arkansas. I kind of mentioned it. You saw that 60-yard touchdown, vertical threat, got off the line of scrimmage very quickly, was physical with the Georgia Southern uh, defender, basically out-bullied him got the edge, took the next step, exactly what you want in a vertical threat receiver. Guy has very good hands. He's only been targeted, I think, five times this year. He's ended up with six catches. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Five targets, six catches on the year. My bad. Six targets, five catches on the year. Uh, Is averaging 20.3 yards per play. Can do a lot as the vertical threat downfield. I think it's going to be a really fun match to see how he works along with, I think it will probably be Jalen Jones. I feel like when you want to go ahead and get that vertical presence, you got to get the guys a little bit faster. He's probably going to be there, or it's probably going to be a lot of Leon O'Neal or even Keldrick Harper playing in the deep spot if they're playing him in the slot. The other receiver that you got to pay a close attention to is Tyson Morris. He's more of your possessional guy. This is more so the guy who's going to make a lot of plays in the short to intermediate route, but he does move the ball. Right now, he's averaging 24.7 yards per catch, but both of his touchdowns have come inside the 15. So he's moving more so that red zone target guy. Six catches, 148 yards, got some good speed, got a little bit of more muscle, a little bit of a smaller, stockier guy. Six foot one, 205 pounds, can play that position to a T. You got to appreciate that. These are the three main receivers. Every once in a while, they'll probably target the tight end. Um, I believe his name is Brett Blake Kern, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they'll also target A.J. Green. He's got three catches. He has uh, an average of, I think, 15 yards per run right now. The passing attack has been limited, but again, they have four receivers who can work. They also have a good running back at the backfield. Blake Kern adds some value as a passer, uh, as the tight end position. But again, this is a more so balanced approach team. They love to run the ball, but when these receivers are on point, good luck stopping them. This episode of Lock on Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. Built Bar is uniquely flavored because they have nine distinct different tastes. So whether you're a coconut person, a coconut almond gal, a raspberry, a mint brownie, a peanut butter brownie, or so much more, there's something for everyone. And if you don't know what flavor you want, that's totally okay because you can always get the mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. The bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Plus they're great for you. Most bars contain only 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. There's not a product like this out on the shelves today. Go visit BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your very first order. That's LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Prize Picks is the brand new college football app that you have to know about, especially if you're into fantasy. So listen up, football fanatics. This is easy money for you. I know that I love this and you will too. It's the leader in college daily sports fantasy because Prize Picks offers the best college football props more than anyone else that are out in the world. And they are as power five as long as mid-major players as well. They have everything you want from passing yards to over-unders to interceptions. So if you believe that KJ Jefferson's line at 2.5 interceptions is going to be higher, you can make that bet. If you believe Zach Calzada is going to throw for over 300 yards, even though the under says he isn't, go ahead and make that bet. You go, all you got to do is pick up to two to five players, the over under projections, and you can win up to 10 times the amount of money. Entries are made easy in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Use the award-winning app on the app store or on Google play. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com fantasy sports for college made easy. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Betting on college football design. I'm Guess the game. When we you use Locked On Bets? With your boy Q, Paramount Expert, the Get your picks, wages, so much more. Odds, everything, plus at blocks of the day. Go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Bets Podcast, presented by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems, or on the Odyssey app. So I'm going to just mention the offensive line in general because if I feel like I have to. This is a good unit. This is a very good unit that ranks, I think, number two in rushing the football. And the only way you can run the ball is if you have a good offensive line. They have a very stable offensive line. Do you remember like back in 2016 or something like that? They said that if you weighed all five starting offensive linemen, it would be over a ton and a half. That's how big they were. It's kind of back to that same style. And again, they do basically the same thing because if they have a big quarterback and a big rushing group, AM has struggled against the run. It's that simple. They do rank first in scoring defense because teams are only averaging less than six points per game, but they rank right now 12th in rushing defense at 162.4 per game. They do rank first in pass defense, and they still rank second in run in total defense, which means that they have to be able to stop the run, which means you have to be able to contain these big boys up front. Matchups that are going to be really fun is to see how they double-team guys like DeMarvin Leal when he's playing the three-tech, and of course, a guy like McKinley Jackson when he plays the zero-tech. Jaden Peavy, another one, because if he also plays a three-tech when they're running a base four-three system, that's going to be really interesting to see. And then how they work with guys like Tyree Johnson, or if they're going to play a game like DeMarvin Leal, at a five technique opposite of Michael Clemens. Will they also use Clemens in a type of Leo role, where he's playing from a two-point stance instead of a three-point stance to allow him to get off the ball faster? This is a very good front line for Arkansas, and they've only allowed, I think, two sacks all season, which shows that right now they are doing their best moving the football consistently On the ground. They're owning time and possessions, and more importantly, they're working up the score. They right now are averaging fourth in the SEC uh, in total offense at 41 points per game. They're uh, uh, third in rushing offense with uh, 282 yards per game. They're sixth in passer rating, and they're fifth in total offense in general with over 492 yards per game a m has only allowed over 400 yards once this entire season, and they haven't allowed a score since week two of the first quarter against the likes of Colorado. Those are going to be some things that I look forward to and see where they kind of sit. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media, at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. I'll be back tomorrow to break down everything you need to know about the defense side of the football before we start previewing exactly what to look forward to and how Texas a win on Friday. See you soon. And remember, gimme y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.